Brian, I got a question for you. Okay, okay. What is? What did you say? Anyway, <laughs> uh, how long you been black? What? Uh, what's going on? Like, I don't know, five years, six years. That's weird. Marcus, how long <laughs> you been black? Yo, man, all my life. Yo, what was up? What? Yeah, all my yeah. life, man. It was- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got Casey and JoJo on the pod. Anyway. <laughs> oh, that's a good song, though, dude. It is a good song. Black Life. As my daughter gets older, she's uh, a mixed child, but for all intents and purposes, she's a non-white child. Right. And there's, especially since 2020, you know, there's been a lot of talk about race and racial equity and equality. And you got some people like, yo. We don't need to learn about race because, you know, whatever reason, I'm not going to put what reason I really think it is. But, you know, if you know, you know. Right. And then on the other side, we have people saying, you know, we need to teach our kids about race so we understand one another. And, you know, you got the race is not biological. It's a social construct, yada, yada, yada. But. As Marcus, as you always say, perception is reality. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm black. Y'all black. It's a bunch of black people out here. But my question for you guys is, we'll start with you, Brian. Like, what is blackness to you? So what blackness to me is, 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 it's, it's who you are as a person. It's the, it's, it's how you were raised. It's how you were born. It's what your parents instilled in you. It's the power that we carry every day. Um, it's the strength, it's the weakness that we, you know, are taught about how we are represented in society. Um, it's, it's a conglomerate of a bunch of things. Um, that's my answer right now. Marcus, what about you? I agree with Brian, uh, on a lot of it, actually. Our answers are pretty similar, but yeah, surprisingly enough, I do too. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> black life motherfuckers. Hey. <laughs> so hey. blackness to me. Uh, I'll start with perception. It's how we're identified, right? That's how we're perceived, and that and that's how people let you know, right? But um, it's not just how I'm identified. To, to me, it's like, and this is how a lot of us are taught, clearly, but it's a powerful culture, man, full of history, pride. It's just so much more than the surface of just like how people identify us, right? Uh, that's what it is to me. Okay. I agree with, with all of that. Um, I think also it's a it's a lot of shared experiences that you can mm-hmm. only have when you have this skin tone or many of the other uh what is what's the word is it melaninated or melanated melanated, melanated. skin tones skin tones growing up here in America now for me personally you know suburban kid mm-hmm. predominantly white neighborhood predominantly white community I was always well aware that I was black. Mm-hmm. So, with y'all, where y'all grew up, where is it? Was it predominantly white? Was it was it mixed up? Because y'all grew up together. I'm the outcast of the pod. I was grew up somewhere <laughs> else. Yeah, it's uh, it started out that way. Uh, but <laughs> just, just to give a little like history from where we come from, like, yeah, it's same as you, Alex. But the one street, the one street you lived on specifically, yeah, the one street in our city. That I lived on is where all the black people was. <laughs> so it was like a, it's like nice little, you know, community. And everybody, every black kid you saw at school probably lived on my street, dude. But you know, 
That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, a lot of it was what you said, predominantly white city. Started out that way. It's not that way anymore, man. We got a lot of diversity around here now. That's good. We we got a lot of uh, still a lot of white people. <laughs> yep, still a lot of white people. It's, it's my high school was fairly diverse, but when I went home, because I grew up in an apartment complex, it wasn't diverse. Yeah. It was me and yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dan. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'll go. <laughs> yeah. So. um as you were growing up, I don't know if it was like this for you guys. I know for me, like, you know, you're black, but there's always a reminder, like, in case you forgot, yo, you black. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah. That came from yeah. everybody. Yeah. Hey, what, what, what happened to you when you were younger, man? Uh, Brian, did you have somebody, you know, you're, you're the lightest out of the three of us here on the pod. I'm. I have the best skin tone. What in the? <laughs> what the? Hell? It's all right. I'll, I'll take. I'll take the best hair. Marcus can't take that. So I also. Yeah, we're gonna end up fighting after this. That's neither here, neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Yeah. So what? What? What kind of stuff happened with you growing up, uh, Brian? That that reminder from other people, whether it's friends or it could be teachers, whoever. So I, I think the biggest reminder for me wasn't necessarily by by you know by word of mouth or anything like that. It was just it was always the context. So like anything that I was part of, whether it was sports, I played soccer quite a bit growing up, and I was the only person of color on that team. Period. My mom didn't necessarily want to put me in daycare, so she always put me in like. I don't know, after school activities and stuff because it was just cheaper. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was in Boy Scouts, too. was the only black Boy Scout or brown Boy Scout. And that constant reminder was it was first I was like, I was just different. Everyone didn't look like me. I just wasn't the kids didn't talk to me that much. And I didn't understand exactly why until I was like, is it because I'm brown? And then, yeah, the parents actually weren't that bad. But the kids, on the other hand, always stayed away. No, that's interesting. It was always the opposite for me, for the most part. The kids were cool. The parents. The parents, you know, yeah. Yeah, the parents a little. Yeah. Like, yo, don't don't go too close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the thing for me that always stood out, like, as a you aren't us reminder, I had a pristine afro when I was in school, dog. It was pristine, fantastic. Huh? Pristine. Okay. That Blew that cool. boy out. You got that Jerry Blew. Curl juice. No, that's not no. A Afro. Oh. That's a Jerry Curl. <laughs> I had the Jerry Curl, so no, I had you know, you see so you gotta put the blue magic in there, dog. Somebody out there know what oh, I'm talking yeah. about. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Dang. So man. The, the thing that always was a reminder, it wasn't the hair. It was the white kids at school, like, yo, can I touch your hair? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, man. Oh my god. Uh no? Why do you want to it's just hair, stupid? Yeah. Why yeah. you trying to touch your bowl cut? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So why are you trying to touch my afro? <laughs> but it was always that. And it's just like, yo, whatever, dog. At any point, did you let them touch your hair? 
Depends on who it was. If it was a girl, hey, yeah, go ahead, girl. Go well, ahead, I mean, that's ahead. different, though. <laughs> yeah, that's different. You know what I'm saying? You go and run your fingers through that. Yo. <laughs> it's so it's so nice. It's so light. Yeah. I just thought it was going to yeah. be. <laughs> and then, like, to us, it's like it's hair, dude. But, like, I don't understand the fascination. I'm sure we've all had that. Brian, I know you've had that, right? Yeah, Alex yeah, is saying that. I, I let people play with mine, whatever. No, I no, I ain't let nobody play with mine. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I was even like, I was just so thrown out. If it's if it's the wrong day, it, I don't care who it is. Like, why you ask me some dumb shit like that? Huh? So, <laughs> right. Young Marcus was like, young, uh, young Marcus did not control his emotions very well. <laughs> <laughs> right, and and I, you know, think looking back, like, like that's a natural hairstyle. It's different. Some of the white kids where they put like crazy amounts of gel in their hair yeah. and had it going this way and that yeah. way and you want to touch that because it's like a like a sculpture or something. Yeah, you're like, like, yo, how'd he get his hair like that? That's crazy. But like... Right. Whereas I just groomed mine. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> As a kid, did you ever have to explain to somebody who, who wasn't black or brown what ashy meant? Yes. That was the... Actually, I think I was, yeah. I think I was in third or fourth grade when I had to explain... Because I, I had said it, and even my teacher was like, what What does that mean? What do you mean you're ashy? Even the teacher said that? <laughs> nah, mine was a kid, but the teacher asked you too? Because oh, I'm sitting, because I, I was putting lotion on like my elbows or something, because they was looking rough, bro. Yo. We just got done with recess out here. I was yeah, skidding yeah, yeah. around and stuff. You fell in the blacktop? Yeah, don't though? worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah. Uh, and I was putting lotion on, and the teacher's like, can you put that away? And I was like, no, I'm ashy. And she's like, you're what? Yeah, I'm ashy. <laughs> so I'm ashy, elbow. like it was normal. He hit right. her with some normal black shit. Right. She was like, and what? Then she was like, uh, she, her face, she looked super confused and then talked to me after, you know, after we had a break or something. I was like, what do you mean? Because I think she thought I said assy or something, like a cuss oh. word or something. So that said, explain said, her. All right, everybody, go to recess. Brian, come here. <laughs> He's like, oh, man, I'm in trouble. She said, <clears throat> What does this mean, Ash? What'd you say? Just tell me what you said. You can go to recess. Just right, grab my arm. Like, are you abused at home? Like, no, Ashy, no, no, no. Damn it, I fell. I got this lotion in my bag because you know black folks get ashy. Do ashy, do this right here. <laughs> there was a, there was a time when I didn't say the pledge of allegiance Ooh. just because, just because I was like, I don't. Like I was like five. Wow, man, you was out here like, disrespecting the public school system, dude. I, I, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't care. Like yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what this means. And I've kind of always <laughs> been like that. If I don't know why I'm doing this, why am I doing it? Yeah. So teacher pulls me aside and she goes, "Alex, I noticed you weren't doing the pledge of allegiance. I was just curious if you know you or." Your family had something against America. What in the world? <laughs> oh hell! And that keep in mind, like, like I said, I'm like I'm like five or six, and I was like, no, like, like I just I was right. just I don't I don't even understand the concept of something against America. <laughs> right, right. He said no, no not one, yet. No one explained to me why I'm saying the Pledge of Allegiance, so I'm just not saying it. Like. <laughs> This was way before Kaepernick. Yeah, I'm about to say, man, y'all tackling uh, like political <laughs> political issues at like five and shit. My my teacher pulled me and my boy Jamal aside for passing notes in class with cuss words on them, dude. Like, what y'all talking about, man? <laughs> well, you had other black folks in your class? Yeah, wow, yeah. <laughs> me and him, well, yeah, two. Yeah, yeah that, that sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I had two and there were two girls actually and I still keep in contact with them a little bit today. <laughs> I very, That's I very rarely had. Uh, 
I very rarely had other black kids in my class, but especially black girls for whatever reason. Very rarely. Yeah, actually. Really? Black girls. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, there was two. One of them actually had a brain tumor, which was crazy at like the age of like 11. Oh, way to bring the pod down. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. <laughs> she, oh. sur- she survived. I'm just saying. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. The, the weirdest reminder that I was black was basketball. Because as oh. y'all know, I like to hoop. What? Yep. I talk mad shit. Now, to be completely frank, I'm not no NBA prospectors, nothing of the sort. But I can hoop, right? Right. And I always worked on stuff. I, you know, do drills in the whole nine yards. But growing up, it was always, well, of course he could play basketball. He's black. I never got credit for working on my game. It was just like it was just because like, it was inherited. Yeah, you were black, yeah, genetically like built, born, and that was always the biggest thing for me. And it, it it's similar to kind of what I'm sure you guys learned. Also, as we grow up, it's like you got to do twice as much for half the recognition. Yep. I couldn't even get credit for, you know, working on dribbling between my legs. It was like I could just do it. Yep. Yeah, out the womb. Yep. Like you born, you know, with a head, hands, legs, and a spalding. <laughs> and a basketball. You're not, you're not at home working on your game or practicing. You're not at home doing drills and, all, you know, everybody else eating dinner. You're outside doing drills and, you know, learning all the tricks of the trade and, you know, the basics, fundamentals, working on your game. Dude, nah, you was at home eating dinner, playing with your toys and watching TV with the family like everybody else. You was just good because you was black, dude. That's it. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I got you. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was terrible. <laughs> Looking back, like that's terrible, man. Something that's always stuck with me amongst friends is people calling me darkness, man. Ever since that damn Charlie Murphy shit dropped from Dave Chappelle, <laughs> nice place, nigga. So he had these dirty cowboy boots on. Pushed this out of the way, barged in the house. My brother had these brand new couches. They were suede, right? And he gets on the couch and says. Why don't I stretch out? <laughs> and just started grinding mud on the couch, man. Yeah, I remember grinding my feet in Eddie's couch. Fuck your couch, nigga. <laughs> Buy another one, you rich motherfucker. Fuck your couch, nigga. Fuck your couch. Darknesses, darknesses. Because my, my complexion used to call me darkness. He calls me and my brother darkness. He calls us darkness brothers. See, this is long before Wesley Snames. My home, my home friends, like... Like, yo, what up, darkness? Yeah, yo, you the same complexion as me, dude. What you talking about? <laughs> you know, and then it transferred to college, man. Shout out to Seti Said, man. But every time we went to the rock, yo, doc, you hear it from across the choir, dude. Darkness. <laughs> yo, what up, said man? <laughs> I mean, but that's but that's the thing about uh, stuff like that. I don't know about y'all, but when it comes from. S- someone other than a black person like it's clearly because i'm the only black person you know so this is the only way you can relate to this <laughs> yeah and just and let me clarify it wasn't <laughs> only certain people would make that joke so it wasn't everyone all my friends i have a very diverse group of friends but only certain people would make that joke yeah i remember uh you know talking about my hair or certain things I would wear it would automatically be tied to whoever was the most popular black person in culture at that time yeah 
Man. <laughs> Dang, oh, really? Man. Yeah, so it's like, so I had core rolls for a minute. Did you when really? I, I can't yeah, even picture you with cornrows. When, when I had the fro, dog, it helps your hair uh-huh. grow. Yep. So I was automatically Allen Iverson because you yep. don't know any other black people that ever had yep. cornrows ever, dog. Oh, his hair's like AI. <laughs> no, my hair's like Alex, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Or depending on the clothes you wear, it's like whoever the rapper was that wore that, that's who you are. Yo, were. man. Yeah. Don't even get me started on that, man. We used to shop. Oh, man. I got this like uh, orange jumpsuit from this dude selling ribs on the corner. Oh my god. <laughs> One time he's also One selling clothes too. Dude. Yeah. Ribs man, and robes. <laughs> and I did not want to wear just because just because of where we went, you know, we went to we was in Kentwood, man. So I knew like, you know, I I already knew I was different, but I didn't want to be too different. And I knew like I knew what was going to come with that, dude. So I would try to be mix. I would try to mix it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like maybe wear a white tee with the orange pants, but not wear the orange pants with the fucking hoodie or whatever came with. You know, like yeah, you can't wear the whole look. Yeah, looking like some of you just got a jail or something. Orange yeah. jumpsuit <laughs> or not jumps? Uh, like a sweat sweatsuit. Sweatsuit. My bad. Uh, yeah. Sweatsuit. But still, just try to you know, it was like the it was like an off brand Fubu kind of deal i was like this ain't even like at least like let me get the the high-end shit you know it's not even oh man let me get the ribs though (laughs) the ribs man let me get my dinner though (laughs) now you know we laugh and joke about all this stuff but there were some times where the the reminders you were black weren't so i don't know if innocent is the word but there was a time in uh, middle school, I believe I was in seventh grade. I went in the bathroom, you know, did what I had to do, washed my hands, unlike a lot of people at that age, and then went <laughs> to the paper towel dispenser. It's like, oh, there's my name. Wait, wait. Alex Clark is a nigger. Whoa. God damn. So then I'm like, yo, that's crazy. So then I go back to the classroom. And I look around, it's like, yo, anybody in here could have wrote that. Oh, man. And I was like, do I tell my teacher? Hell yeah. Is is my teacher even going to care? No. So I waited till I got home and told my parents and let them handle it. And uh, needless to say, that paper towel dispenser was disposed of and replaced within the hour. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, and yeah. uh you know, that's only one of a, a few times where the N word was uttered in my way some way other than a rap song. Dang, man. <laughs> that's not even the right that's with the ER, dude. That's the hurtful one too though. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, they was trying. Never found out who did it. They had terrible handwriting. Hey, if you listen to this and you did it, come holla at me. <laughs> come out and get it off, man. <laughs> no. Why not? Come on the pod. Tell them why you was wrong. Right. Oh, my. You know what, man? You're right. That's, you know, you just meet that with maturity, dude. Because Marcus Bentley back in the day, dude, ripped that whole fucking thing off the wall. Like, Yo, look what they. <laughs> Who did this? Damn it. No, I wouldn't. I'd probably just sit there in class like you did. Like, well, I knew it. My mom was right, dude. Can't trust nobody. did you guys ever have something like that overt not that 
clear, but I have a I have an instance of a time that made me feel that way though. Uh, I was in high school and uh, we were older. I think we were uh, juniors, but you know we had we were starting to expand the crew a little bit. So we had some you know some friends of friends, right? So so this was a friend of a friend, and he was having a party at his house. Um, but he only and like I said, I have a pretty diverse group of friends, but of this you know, close knit, diverse group, this individual only invited certain people from the crew, dude. So it was jacked up how it happened because, you know, like back then we if we ain't had shit to do, we was all chilling at somebody's house, right? Just chill, you know, playing video games or fucking back then we was probably sneaking a couple drinks, whatever, right? But uh so we was all in my basement chilling. And then people started getting the call or whatever, you know. You know, my rich friends had cell phones already and shit. I still had the Motorola flip phone, but, uh, but he was like inviting people. And there's like, all right, yeah, we about to roll out. I'm like, yo, I ain't get no, I ain't get no message, dude. What? Yo, yo, where y'all going? And before I knew it, it was it went from all of us sitting in my basement to just me and my other boy, and you know, we we got the same skin tone, so you know, so everybody else got invited but us. And so here we are in my basement, you know, we watch a TV, just like, I'm like, every commercial, I'm just like, yo, but that's kind of fucked up, right? Like, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't get the invite. <laughs> like, you know why, right? Like, yeah, man. Yeah, man, I do. I don't want to believe it, though. Yeah, yeah, man. So I'm like, yo, man, fuck them, man. I didn't get invited to a party for the basketball team at somebody's house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo what's going on? And he was like, you know, my parents don't really, you know, at least he was out. Oh, hell no. Nah. I was like, all right, I get it. It's all good. You know? Oh, hell no. Nah. But see, that's what, <laughs> that's where I was going though. Like, so it, well, yours, yours is a little deeper because it's the parents, but I don't know if it was the parents in my, in my story, mm-hmm. but like when you learn about, I don't know about you, but when you kind of learn it, though, when you didn't expect it, you know what I'm saying? Like right. like you, like the team setting, like I'm part of the team. So why right. don't I get to go? And right. then like when it hits you like that, like that initial feeling, like when my boy was like, well, I mean, you know, right. You know why? Right. And I'm just like, yeah, but why, you, try, you try so hard not to think like that. Yeah. For the most part, for the most part, growing up, as far as other kids are concerned. It wasn't a problem. It was always I learned of the problem from, from the child, from the parent, more okay. often than not. And then sometimes it trickled down and the kids started believing whatever stupid shit the parent was saying. Exactly. I didn't yeah. hang out with them anymore. Right, right, right. Yeah, same. But it just, like I said, that initial, like, it, it always, I don't know about y'all, but every time, back then anyway, it always, always caught me off guard and I don't know and yeah. like hearing you say it I'm like man just put, put myself in a situation I'm like I get that same fucking feeling in my in my gut like but like, yeah you know my parents you know because it's like almost you don't expect it but you do like like you said like I get it whatever but right. I don't want to fucking get it right <laughs> right exactly <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want to get it exactly because like, it seemed but, like yeah. to me with, with my parents and growing up in those situations um, in predominantly white circles and it's like there's nothing inherently wrong with white people no just look out for these things yeah right and then and then coming towards me it was like yo you can't participate (laughs) yeah (laughs) just just straight up 
You know, Alex, since you brought up this dang basketball party you was talking about, I realized I wasn't invited to one party or social event with any of the teams that I was on. Ever. Damn. Oh, damn. I wasn't. I think I was invited to the one, the one little house party at one point, and that was it. But that was in high school. But growing up, I didn't do anything with my team. They did everything because they all lived in, I think, around the the same neighborhood too, which was what was it called Crystal Springs or something in Kenway? Yeah, there's yeah, yeah there's which is them. like Crystal Springs <laughs> is like the this is where the prestigious homes are. Yeah, the, the fucking castles. The multi, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and so we ain't live there. But anyway, uh, <laughs> dang, I just realized I wasn't invited to shit. Nah, man, looking back, we weren't, yeah, like, I, I didn't go unless, well, first off, first and foremost, I didn't want to go, because I went to one, and, and maybe first I off, wanted I, to go. I, you know, you wanted to go. You wanted to be part of the team real bad. I didn't give a fuck what they was doing. After the game, <laughs> they was going to parties, and cheerleaders getting thrashed in the back room, and people were yeah, drinking that's, and that's, playing pool. That was just never my shit. Like, diff- after, after Friday night though. football. After Friday night football games, I was going to uh, I was going over, you know, my boy's house, play video games all night. You know, like it, but I always hung out with the like in, in high school, though. Um, you know, we you hung out with all the, the preps, dude. Kids. No, 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 I didn't. All the black kids hung out all the time together, though. Like after the games and stuff. But like we never hung out with anybody who wasn't after the fact. Damn, growing up, I wasn't invited to anything. That's, that's Damn, up, Brian just realized, realized he had no friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just watching his face. He was coming to terms right there. He was like, Yo, how come I didn't get to? That's crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I always had a lot of friends of a lot of different races. And then there was just always the reminder, like, yeah. yo, you black. It's, I mean, I like you, but, you know, mom and dad ain't really fucking with you. Right. And it was all... Oh, the white girls, though, dog. Oh, man. I don't know how many times I had a white to break girl break their say, hearts. No, not like that. Not from my side, <laughs> but from their side. You know, my mom and dad you know, aren't really yep. comfortable. So, you know, just they won't be home after five if you just want to come over there. I was like, yo. You know yeah, you over here like, yo, I'm trying to be a stand-up dude. Like, I would like to meet the parents. You know, I'm like a straight and narrow kind of dude. Like, I'm a stand-up dude. I would like to meet the folks. But if you trying to, you know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was always. I'm trying to yeah. figure out how they, how they even coming over, Alex. They ain't coming over my house. No, oh, no, 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 never. Oh, no, they're the ones telling you that. Yeah, they told oh, yeah, me yeah, to yeah. come oh. over. And, it, and it's not, you know, my parents didn't care. And like, again, like I say, you get the look. You be careful of X, Y, Z, but then you go on yeah. and, you know, go out. Isn't in the that world a crazy know lesson? These things. But like the white girls was like, yo, my parents ain't really liking you. So in my mind, I know you probably just want to mess with me because, you, you know, you're going against your parents. But I mean, yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with it. I mean, yeah, you get the lessons in the house, like, you know, be careful, watch this, this, and this. Yeah, you get that quick phone call. You know, back then we had landlines, but hey, you know, Parents is going. Do you want to come chill for a second? And you know what chilling was, dude. So you'd be like, right. you just tell you, yeah, I'm going outside. I'm going to play ball. Go to the park. Go to the park. What was it back then? It wasn't Netflix and chill. What, 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 what Blockbuster. Oh, man. Blockbuster and chill? Blockbuster and. <laughs> Blockbuster uh, and bus? <laughs> 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 so how do you think Brian you know 
we've we've told a lot of stories here in the past, <laughs> however long these stories have gone on for. Yeah, shit. As far as the black part, like you're black, everyone's reminding you you're black, friends remind you you're black. How did that impact you as far as interacting with people? Just not not from what your family said, not from what your mom yeah, yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that, but from right. I, know, I think, everyone else. And I'm gonna try not to bring the pad down. Um, but I think like Oh shit. Huh, I, real, son. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I think as a kid almost, like I, I wasn't I was not saying I was ashamed, but at the same time I wasn't comfortable almost being black because right. of the constant reminders. So it's like, is this a good thing? Right. And uh, I don't remember actually having conversations, you know, with my mom about it, but it, or even my sister for that matter, my older sister for that matter. But I just almost felt ashamed and I felt very like secluded from, right. from everybody around me. So, um, that's kind of how I felt growing up. And it wasn't until, you know, I got a little, you know, my teen years where I, the pride and the, um, I, I think the strength in me developed a lot more. Maybe it's because I didn't have the understanding about what it meant to be black fully, but my knowledge wasn't there. And I was very fearful, actually, of being black because I'm like, this obviously isn't a good thing. So why am I? Yeah, for me, it was always the the reminder that that you're an other. So I, I've talked to people about this stuff, and you know, a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the rebuttal I get was, "Well, I was different too. I was, uh, I was yeah. a nerd, and I was into this." I was like, "Yeah, but you could have changed your clothes. You could have said you yeah. didn't like that nerdy <clears throat> shit you liked. I yeah. can't change my skin. No, and I can't think. I can't change what people's parents thought of me simply because of my skin tone." Right. So for me, it was always try to, you try to put your best foot forward, but it wasn't always in service of myself. It was like, I'm doing this for the race. So these white people don't think that we're all the way they think, not realizing that the onus isn't on me to change somebody's mind. Like the problem is with, is with the parent, but I, you know, you know, 12, 13, 14, like, what do I really know about that at that time? Yeah, I was just going to say that's well put, sir, because like you don't but you don't know that as, when you're at, you know, that young. That's something right. I didn't discover until I was older. But it's exact. It's exactly yeah. how you said you're trying to change something about yourself in service of other people because of how they might perceive you, which right. unfortunately the world runs like that. But it had nothing to do with me. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And that, and all of that stuff is. Is strictly from the other people around me. Now, now it's right. different from like what my family taught me and their reminders of being black. Their reminders of being black was always like, you ain't white, so don't be doing white boy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Better yeah. not go outside with no coat. What's wrong with you? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Can never did you you couldn't you couldn't sag your pants at all, right? Hell no. Nah. No, nah, nah. I couldn't either, man. Not like I, if it was like sweats and I'm in the house chilling or something like that, it was she didn't like it, but she I think coming from her, it was more so like don't walk out the house like that and you know, we know why, right? You know, she don't give anybody another reason to judge you, you know, 
So, but in the no, house, that wasn't the reason why my mom gave me. Oh, why? Your booty hole was open, dude. Yeah, she uh, was like, uh, are you all? She was like, the market open today? <laughs> yo, <laughs> nah, ma. <laughs> there was one. There was one time I remember, and I, I, I wasn't even like I wasn't even purposely or intentionally. I was I was sagging. Just I think I don't think I was wearing a belt or something. My mom pulled my pants down, and after that, I was like. Uh, <laughs> Yo, like draws and all, draws and all. No, 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 no. Draws is still on. Just uh, <laughs> yeah, but my, nah. but my mom initially told me what that meant, like you know why people do that, and I was like, no, nah, I ain't nothing's open right now. And then after that, she told me, you know, obviously it was about how I'm projecting and what I need to do to to yeah. look civilized. I but, could only sag sweatpants if I had basketball shorts under and I was coming yep. home, like straight home. Oh. You're not stopping nowhere else. You you lead a gym. You get in a car. We go home. That's the only yeah. time it was permitted. <laughs> yeah, I just would do that that shit me. in the house. Like if I you know if I was chilly no. or something or nope. my room's in the basement. Can do it in the house, dog. Yeah, only if I had uh, gym shorts on. And then that that same sense I talked about the afro earlier. It was also yo comb your hair. Yep. You can't be going out there without combing your hair. You can't yep. get away with that out here. Yeah. Got to be neat. <laughs> it's like, all right, but so and so, you not so and so. Yeah, oh, that's damn. what you. That's what you don't, you? That's what I made you that don't mistake understand. too. Yeah, yeah. Not, I got the not, <laughs> same lesson, exact same lesson. Man, yeah, I learned that man. early. Don't bring up nobody else. You ain't them. Yeah, you yeah, ain't okay. them. All right. all right, all right, you win. But Marcus, no, don't matter. Hey. Yo, I definitely no, said, but Brian, I don't give a shit. And the wardrobe choices. Yo, you going to the airport? You can't. Oh, you think you, you can't wear sweatpants? Oh. Yo, you think you're gonna be comfortable on the flight? But you know they gonna frisk you when you get to the thing. Dang, yeah, always, Dang. always dress a little bit better. I was always instilled in me dress a little past what you maybe should. Like even going to school, I could only wear sweatpants once a week. The rest of the week, you need to wear jeans. Your shirts need to be ironed. None of that. You wear sweatpants. Wear your school? clothes all back. No, dog. One day out of the week, it was did generally you, on a Wednesday. I had a red Sean John sweatsuit. That shit was hard. God, I yo. like to get dressed and look decent, but that comes from my parents being concerned about me being judged when I get out into the world. Yep. I remember back when I worked in corporate America, they used to always ask me my uh, white. Uh, co-workers like how come you wear a tie and like a like a blazer you don't have to wear that dress code you just have to wear a collared shirt you know just a polo like I wanted to say <laughs> you know what I wanted to say yeah right like, nah nah I'm gonna wear this though <laughs> yeah, you know what you wanted to say <laughs> so I'm killing y'all out here can't nobody, <laughs> can't nobody match me with the fit <laughs> not even that it was like yo I yeah, I need every uh they already watch you be bored today. I need every point I can get. I need every point I can get. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of funny stories that I had. I don't think any of my stories are funny. They always ended my ass getting whooped by my mom. Um <laughs> of course know. they did. I mean, all right. I feel like I already had mentioned this on the pod, but like I think the the the, the most the most entertaining story that I've that we ever, that it, it just blows my mind because my mind has no idea that she even did this. Like she cannot remember for the life of her. Um, but I was in high school actually, 
And so anyway, my mom had yelled, yelled at me to come up. So she's just like, Brian Thomas. Because that's my, every time she said, what are two names? I was like, I know I'm about to either get my ass beat or I did something that I wasn't Damn, supposed to dude. do. But at this point, it was like, it was like 9 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, I just woke up. Like, what did I do? <laughs> what did I, what I, do, did I do now? Yeah. <laughs> Calls me upstairs. And then she's like, sit down and watch this. The movie Shaft was on. Oh, so this is the later Shaft. Yeah, this is the later Shaft. With okay. uh, with Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Oh, okay. okay. Um, there's an exchange between Christian Bale, who was white, and some of this black guy in, in the in the restaurant, in the bar, and they're doing like racial slurs or racial jokes at each other. Excuse me, sir. Yo, what's up, man? They don't serve no malt liquor here. <laughs> <laughs> no malt liquor. All right. No. I. And the black guy had won the exchange. And he walks out to take a cigarette. Christian Bell walks out and kills him with one of those velvet rope like uh, holders. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The holders out and hits him on the backside of the head and kills a black dude. And my mom was like, yeah. And that's what can happen. And then she was like, you can go back downstairs. I'm like, what just happened? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, what? Yo. So life lessons for right. Shaft? So it, it's it's funny because like for me growing up, like I could only hang out with select, let's just say white folks, because that's all really was in our neighborhood. My mom always had to you know talk to the people's parents all the time. If they're a black, my mom didn't care. If I was hanging on Marcus, my mom wasn't calling Marcus's mom. She was just like, whatever. I don't care. But if it was anybody else, and so she's like, anytime you hang out with white people. Especially white girls, this is what's going to happen to you. Man, you're going to get killed by the velvet rope, don't Exactly. Damn. She always made the reminder that my my life was in danger all the time. And I'm like, yeah. well, why are we moving out here? <laughs> <laughs> so how, how did that, how did you deal with that? Were you like anxious all the time? Were you on edge? And that's the thing. I, I was. Like I couldn't, I couldn't really, I couldn't talk because we didn't have cell phones back then, but I, I couldn't actually make friends, I felt like, with a whole lot of people, which is why I think I became introverted at a young age because I was always around white people. So I couldn't I couldn't be friends with them, right? And uh, if I did, then you know, my mom really had to vet the parents. Yeah, my, par- my parents did that too. You, you got to vet the mm-hmm. parents. My parents vetted all the parents though, not just the white ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that was it though. I felt like that was it. That, that, yeah. That's all. That's all, that's who she was vetting. Like she didn't really care if you know they were they were black. Like she had she didn't really care at all. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it. I guess growing up too, you know, I I I don't really have a lot of. I got friends, sure, but I mean my circle, my close circle is very small. So maybe that's why I don't have a lot of friends in general. I don't. I don't know. Just because I couldn't be fr- I couldn't be friends with folks in the beginning. Is that weird? No. Um, I could probably re- I could probably relate to your story a little bit too, uh, just off from the topic of like not trusting people at an early age, just because yeah, you know some of the lessons I learned early was you couldn't trust a lot of people just because of where we were. So, um, but I, not to the extreme <laughs> of not being able to talk to people and shit. But so yeah, the the reminders, you know, there's there's just always reminders. I feel like a lot of times, uh, sometimes I wonder what I would be like if I wasn't so hyper aware of my blackness because it's not it's not it's mostly in uh in situations where I could be singled out for some reason so usually like huge gatherings not so much now since COVID but like 
I'm hyper aware of it if we go to like some type of fair or uh even different cities for that matter. Well, always different cities cuz you can yeah. tell when you're in a different city by what yeah, sign, exactly. what signs are up. And which and Flag. this is really, I, let me see yeah, do y'all feel this way cuz I shouldn't feel this way as an American, but if I go somewhere and I see a lot of American flags, I'm like, y'all need to get out of here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And I, it just didn't mean, it didn't curious. mean the same. Yeah. yeah I'm very like, curious about it. that with you, Brian, because you're the military. But oh, yeah, you know, it's, it's it's funny that you bring that up because it's not necessarily the American flags that make me feel uncomfortable, but it's it's been in, it's in areas that I've seen like Confederate flags. Those 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 to me are the areas that I don't that I don't feel the most comfortable in, even though. I'm a U.S. citizen, right? Yeah, um, the Confederate flag. Like, that's, yeah, that's that's obvious. No, but, I get what you. I, I know. Yeah, what you're but saying, but Alex. but this is the thing, though. Yeah, and I, and I get I get that too. But this is the thing too, right? They have usually the Confederate flag, which is bigger, and then yeah. they have the American flag right next to it, which is usually smaller. Yeah, and so um, I don't feel as comfortable. I mean, I, I do feel comfortable when I see the flag, but it's usually when I see you know, what's around it, what's around the flag. If I see a lot of things that have to do with gun rights, and even though I'm a gun owner, I still feel fearful and all that stuff. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about or no? No, what he's talking about oh. is when <laughs> when you go somewhere and you see a bunch of American flag shit and you have to catch yourself in it though. You have to catch yourself after a little bit, right? But it's when you go and you see all this shit and your initial thought isn't, like everyone else's, which is like, right. yeah, you know, you're prideful. Right. Like, I like this. Yeah, yeah, patriotism. Uh, Your initial thought is, all right, hold on. <laughs> Who are we dealing with? Who are we exactly. dealing with here? Right? Like, exactly. it's not the same pride. It does not mean the same. Every, no, it does not mean the same to us. It yeah. does not mean the same. So yeah. you see a bunch of American flag shit hanging up, you'd be like, all right, hold on. Let me, you on edge, do you? Like, all yeah. right, I need to I chill because it's probably not like that. But work? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, that's, you know, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, for me, I guess it just, it depends on, on, because you guys don't really travel outside too much of Michigan, right? Or no? Well, I mean, not occasionally, often, but even, occasionally, but even yeah. when I have, it don't matter. It's America. Yeah. There's American flags. Yeah. I'm not rolling. Yeah. I get what you're saying, though. And I look at my surroundings because definitely, I've definitely been in some questionable neighborhoods and I've seen the Confederate flag. But Alex is saying if it's just the American flag, just everything everything we've been raised on, like it's not anything threatening to us, right? Like it's not. Right. But it definitely doesn't mean the same, though. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I no, could, I, I completely that. understand a Confederate flag. Yeah, like, the Confederate flag. Yeah, yeah, that's obvious. But 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 like the American flag, the same thing I got talked to when I was five because I didn't set pledge to. Right. Maybe it makes sense now. Maybe I was before my time. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> maybe I was before my time. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just like it's unfortunate. Not, yeah, it is. It's terrible, man. I don't even Other know how to explain it. It's just unfortunate. It, it's that's, hard that's to explain, yeah. but the feeling, I, I I understand the feeling, though. Like, it's it's a certain pride that you should take, that you've seen other people take, but you don't get that same feeling when you see mm-hmm. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Any, any other... <laughs> That's all. Y'all, y'all, ain't, y'all ain't been impacted about, about you being reminded of your blackness, man. And that's going to do it for part one. Part two will be available next Thursday, where we take a look at the other side of the coin. 
the times where we were told we weren't black enough. Of course, we have some funny stories. We have some stories that are tougher to get through. But it's the end of next week's episode. It, it, it may very well be the most honest we've gotten about race thus far. It's a good one. So we hope to have you back next week where we dissect some more of this craziness that is life. Love yourself. Love one another. Till next time. Black maybe Or maybe it's just Steve.